So you mentioned, you know, dating in a place like Miami. Would you say that dating is harder in Miami than other places? Probably. I mean, there's a lot of distractions in Miami. So a lot of people, there's a big social life, a big nightlife scene in Miami. So it depends on the people, really. Hi, listeners. Welcome to a new episode of Miami Date Night. I am Camille, your host. In today's episode, I'm speaking with Yandiel. He also goes by Yandi. He is 36 years old, originally from Cuba, now living in South Beach. He is an attorney and he is very passionate about traveling. Right now, he is ready and open for a long-term relationship. So take a listen to the episode if you feel that you may be a match or you'd like to go on a date with Yandi. Click the link in the description, fill it out, and if we feel that you're a match, we'll send you on a date with him. So enjoy the episode. Hi, Yandiel. How are you? Good. <laughs> are you sure? Yeah, I'm still on vacation and it's been more than five weeks, so. That's not good, then I don't know. And I'm very hard to please them. <laughs> yeah, and and where are you right now? I'm in Salvador, Bahia, Brazil, which is in the northeast of Brazil. It's okay. like a, it's more of like a historical city. It's really the second time I've been here, but the first time was for carnival, so I only saw the partying side of it. This time I walked around a little bit in the historic center, and you could. I mean, it reminds me a little bit of Europe. It's a very interesting place. Mm -hmm. Very nice. And and is this your first time going there? Have you been there before? I've been to this city before once, but it was Carnival. And, and Carnival it was just wake up, go party the whole day, then go to sleep, wake up the next day, have lunch, go party the whole day. And I did that for, I think it was three or four days. So even though I was here and I saw kind of the, the streets that were by the coast, I mm -hmm. didn't see anything else besides that. I didn't even do anything in the Salvador is the main part. It's like being in Miami, you have South Beach and Brickle, but there's so yeah. much more beyond it. And I was staying further away from like the center, so I didn't see the center. So mm -hmm. now it's a different experience. And in Brazil, no, I've traveled to Brazil pretty much every year for like the last seven years, I think. Oh, wow. Every year. Okay. So I guess before we dive into everything, actually, can you share with our listeners a little bit about yourself, you know, where you live, what you do, where you're from, what you like to do, all that good stuff? I was basically born in Cuba, came over to the U.S. when I was only one year old. And then from there, it's always a pretty good student. I also liked athletics. I did track and field in high school and in college. When I graduated from college, I went into banking and my bachelor was in finance. The economy, that was a year before everything crashed, that uh, big, great recession that we had. So I ended up getting laid off because of that. I went into teaching for a while, which was a pretty fun experience. And then that's where I tapped into my passion for traveling. Just took advantage of having the two months off over the summer. And on a, multiple occasions, I just took off for the whole summer, for the whole two months, and started going around the world, seeing multiple countries on each of those trips. I think more than 15 on on each each time that I did it. 
And that really opened my eyes and, and taught me that, hey, traveling is something that you could do if you really want to. It's not that difficult. And the more you start traveling, the more you kind of want to travel because you start discovering other places that you didn't know about before. So then after teaching, I decided to switch careers and went to law school. Kept traveling while I was in law school. And I've been a lawyer for, I think, a little over three years now. And that's going, it's going well. And, and that's about it. Live in South Beach. Working in law, still fitness is something that's important to me in terms of what defines me nowadays. And, and traveling, I still try and travel as much as I possibly can. I love that. And so where would you say then is your favorite place to go? Well, not your favorite place to go, I mean, I mean, but one of the places that really stands out to you so far that you've been to. You know, it's I've at this point, I'm over 60 countries and territories. So there's so many places that do stand out. Obviously, Brazil, there's a reason I keep coming back here. I have friends here. I speak the language and I really enjoy Rio. I think Rio is such a beautiful city, good food. I like the environment, the music. So that's definitely that might be my favorite city outside of Miami in the world. And then within two hours from Rio, two and a half hours from Rio, there's two other really cool places that, that I also really enjoy here in Brazil, Buzios and Ilha Grande. And outside of Brazil, I mean, it would be Italy, coastal towns on Italy, uh, Spanish islands, Ibiza or Mallorca. Croatia was amazing. And also Thailand. Thailand's a really cool place to visit. And so right now, is there a place that's on your list that that's like your dream place to go? Yeah, I would probably say that number one on my list right now is the Philippines because they have some very nice exotic islands. As I've gotten older, I don't care as much about traveling in big cities anymore. I care about seeing something that's very different. When I was younger, I wanted to be in big cities because I wanted to be a place that had nightlife and a lot of movement, a lot of people. But now I just want to see things that are beautiful. I want to relax a little bit more. I'm interested in some in some exotic destinations as well. And I think the Philippines kind of checks all those boxes. They have so many islands and some of the, I, I've seen some of the pictures. I'm excited. Eventually I'll go there. Don't know when, because to go to Asia, you need about a day and a half to travel to get there and about a day and a half to get back. So when you go there, you want to make sure that you could ideally spend a decent amount of time out there. True, true, true. Yeah. And I see what you're saying about you know, I guess you're now more attracted to not just, ooh, you know, the fast type of traveling place, but somewhere, as you said, it's beautiful and you can kind of relax. And do you tend to go to the places that locals go when you go? And if you do, how do you go about finding those places? Really, the local spots, that would be more possible in Brazil if I meet locals, which often I usually do. And I have friends that are here anyways. So that could definitely happen in Brazil. In other countries, when I'm in Europe, it's a little bit tougher because there's always a language barrier. So I might not be able to meet locals. I'm going to have to just hope that they, that either the place that I'm staying at could indicate a place that that is down earth that where the locals visit and then go there. But it is a little bit tougher. And then just going back to that smaller city part, like I mentioned, I, I love Paris. I've been to Paris several times, Rome. But and that has its charm, but there's something different about going to like Cinque Terre in Italy, a, a place that's so small that you wake up, you don't have to worry about 
a car ride anywhere. Everything is walking distance. You walk to the beach or, or if it's in the mountains for skiing, you, you ski in and ski. All that stuff just it has, it brings a different charm to it, I think. But still enjoy the big cities. But I'm definitely get a little, I'm more interested in the smaller stuff nowadays. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's never, there's nothing like hidden gems. Yeah. So, yeah. so really, you know, let's get into your dating. I know we could talk about traveling all day, um, but I'm curious to know a little bit more about your dating. So for example, are you on any dating apps? What has your experience been like? I have used dating apps before. I generally have had good experiences with them. I think that there's plenty of quality women, quality people on those apps, professionals, people that have their lives together. So I have a positive outlook on, on those kind of apps. And I've had somewhat success with them in terms of meeting people that, that do have potential. But the thing that's difficult about a relationship, especially in a city like Miami, there's a lot uh, people, especially as you're getting into your career, you're very focused in school, you're very focused in advancing. So sometimes the dating part gets, it's not a priority, maybe it's second, third on the list. And in order to make a relationship really work, you need, both parties need to be on the same page at the same time in their life. So that could be the tricky part. But in the end, I still have overall positive experiences with, with the apps. So you mentioned, you know, dating in a place like Miami. Would you say that dating is harder in Miami than other places? Probably. I mean, there's a lot of distractions in Miami. So a lot of people, there's a big social life, a big nightlife scene in Miami. So it depends on the people, really. If if, if the person is into that, then that's probably going to make dating a little bit more complicated. But I feel that Miami is such a big city and sometimes it gets a bad rap. Sometimes I talk to people that say, oh, everybody in Miami is materialistic or they only care about appearance. And I say, you know, there might be some truth to that or that does certainly exist in parts of Miami. But Miami is a very big city and I meet all kinds of people all the time. There's a lot of down to earth people in Miami, a lot of serious people in Miami that are quality for relationships. So I'm, when they generalize I don't agree with that. I think in any big city, you're going to find just by sheer numbers, if there's enough people, you're going to get a little bit of everything. You get some crazy people, some very smart people, some a little bit of everything. So to me, that's how I feel about it. Yeah, I definitely feel the same way. I feel that, yes, sure, you know, Miami, I think everywhere it's it's hard to date these days. But of course, Miami has its own unique characteristics that makes it harder Um due to just it being Miami. But yeah, it's true. There are so many different types of people that are here. And so just depending on what you're looking for, then it's possible. So what would you, what are you looking for right now? Well, at this point, I, I just want someone that I really click with, that I have really good chemistry with, someone that, I can have the potential to build a long-term relationship with. So that would be the ideal situation. But I let things happen naturally. And first it's, let's see that, that we're interested in seeing each other and that we're interested in continuing to see each other. And then just kind of try not to have too many expectations and just let things happen naturally. 
Yeah, that I that makes sense for sure. And could you say if you had to pick what are some things that you are ideally looking for in a partner? Someone that has similar interests to me. So part of it that I enjoy eating out and eating different kinds of food, but generally for the most part, especially when I'm home, when I'm traveling, different rules, of course. But when I'm home, I try to eat healthy as often as possible. The gym is something that's part of my routine. And anybody that's in the gym would tell you that's something for life. So definitely someone who mirrors those aspects will be very helpful because that that is a lifestyle. So then that helps me stay on track with that part of my life that's important. Someone who also likes the idea of traveling and traveling to different places. We could do Paris, but we could also do South America. We could go to Asia. I, someone who's up for an adventure. I would like that as well. A woman that's professional. I like someone who's career-oriented and who I can have intelligent conversation with. So that's the package. And obviously physical attraction. You know, that almost goes without saying. Someone that I'm physically attracted to. But basically those are the most important aspects for me. Very nice. And are there any, are there any turnoffs for you? Like um, if, you, if you, if you saw someone that you're interested in and then, you know, that would just be like, okay, no, I, I'm not interested anymore. Bad drivers. <laughs> I would say <laughs> people that don't use their blinkers, but I, I like people that are considerate, treat others with respect or people that are optimistic that definitely that's something that that would be a turnoff for sure someone who's always complaining or pessimistic Mm -hmm. that would be a huge turnoff someone who treats other people poorly even if they treat me like a king but then i see them treat other people poorly Mm -hmm. that would also be a turnoff to me understandable and would you would you say that you are an extrovert or an introvert? Like, would you say that you like a lot of alone time? Do you like being around other people? Do you like being home? Like when you're not traveling? Definitely like being around other people. Okay. But it depends. That, that that That's almost more of a happens in cycles. Sometimes I have my times where I want to spend more time at home. And other times where I want to kind of get out and socialize a little bit more, be with friends or meeting new people. And when you do go out, what are your favorite spots? Usually, I enjoy going out in Brickell, a little bit of Wynwood as well, a little bit of South Beach, Brickell for, for a while. Wednesday nights were always fun at Cantina La Vente. Obviously, the, the pandemic has changed a lot of things. And South Beach, I've always enjoyed going out to. And these are more for like a nightlife vibe something a little bit more agitated. I would enjoy bodega. And then sometimes I like just kind of hanging at a, at a bar, like Monty's going for some drinks at, at Monty's there in South Beach and enjoying the view of, of the marina and the skyline in the background. Very nice. I like it. It's a wide variety of places and things to do. Um, so say that you went out on a date with someone at one of these places, do you like it when a girl offers to pay after the date? 
I actually have to think about that a little bit. Do I do I like it? I mean, it's not a it's not a negative if if they do. It, definitely on the first date, I'm I'm gonna pay. And if they insist, I'm I wouldn't continue to insist unless they insist so much that I'm gonna say okay, uh, fine. You could help pay or whatever. But generally, if I don't expect them to offer to pay, if anything, it it I would say it's it's a positive because then it shows wow this this is a considerate person. That's what the vibe that I would get. Yeah. Okay. So in general, in general, I mean, you like it, but you're going to want to be the one to pay in the end because is there a reason why you feel that way? Tradition, I would suppose. This is just Mm -hmm. how it's always been. So that's, no other reason. I just being being a gentleman, being chivalrous. I like that. So chivalry is not dead with you. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I do open. I do try to open car doors as often as I remember to. <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's nice. Okay. So if you were here in Miami, what would you say your perfect weekend looks like? Well. Nowadays, I'm really enjoying spending time at the beach. So either that or maybe going out on a boat for for the day is always a lot of fun as well. Usually anything around the water. So some daytime activity, hanging out at the beach, having a couple of drinks, listening to some good music with some good company will be a really good time. And then at the end of the night, we go grab something to eat, maybe go to bodega and get some tacos. Who knows? And, And if it was more of a night thing, Maybe it could be heading over to Lagniape if the woman enjoys drinking wine. I like wine. That's a nice place to have good conversation over some wine. Yeah, I love that place. And then they also a lot of times have live music too. Yeah, that's true. Especially on the weekends. Yeah. See, is there any anything else that you might want to add? Um, when do when do you get back to Miami? Anticipate in about two weeks. Okay, and then you'll be you'll be here for a while when you get back. Yes, uh, once I get back, I don't have any any trips upcoming. And even if if, if I do make a trip, it will probably be something short, something like a ski trip, for instance. Okay, I don't have any of these kind of trips, like a one month trip. Uh, pending. Mm-hmm. I want to get back. My birthday's next month. Get in, get settled in again, and and then just take it from there. Oh, nice! Your birthday's in February. Do you have any special plans? Uh, get a group of friends and have a big party and celebrate together. Now, <laughs> I I always think that birthdays when you throw a birthday party, the best part about it is you get to see a lot of friends you haven't seen in a long time. When you do a party, that's especially true. if it's something. Especially if it's at somebody's at a house, then you get to get together with a lot of friends you haven't seen in a while, and that's easier than trying to coordinate and get a bunch of people to go out to a club. So that's what I want to try to do. Mm-hmm. And once I get back, I'll start coordinating with some friends. I have some other another friend whose birthday is a couple of days before mine, so maybe we could kind of we have a lot of mutual friends as well. So I think that would be a really good time. Nice. Well, I definitely wish you a happy early birthday 
And, you know, thank you so much for taking time out to speak with me. I know that you're on your trip. So yeah. we'll talk soon. And uh, yeah, sure. All right. Have a good one. If you liked this episode, feel free to rate, review and subscribe to Miami Date Nights. You're also welcome to share this episode and tag me, Miami Date Night, on Instagram and Twitter. Miami Date Night is hosted and produced by me, Camille Perkins, and mixed and edited by Luke Hanneman. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye.